and welcome to the Bet's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy O'Brien. Join me as I have authentic conversations to share and learn tips and insights into how we all can live our best lives. Lots of laughs, honest topics, and potential overshares are to be expected. Get ready to keep it inspired and also keep it real. Hello and welcome to the Bet's Life Podcast. Thrilled you guys are here. Okay, so as anyone who knows me well or who's been following me on social media for a while knows, I am a birthday person, okay? The world is divided into people who do not care at all about their birthday, cannot care less, actually don't want people to know their birthdays, don't want to don't deal with it at all. And then the other half are the people who are insane about their birthdays, who make everyone aware that it's their birthday, have to do something to celebrate. And that is where I fall. (laughs) I am a celebratory person. I love my birthday. I joke about my birthday all the time because I'm a Virgo and I have, in my opinion, a lot of the Virgo traits. (laughs) I'm very aligned with that horoscope, whether you are super into that or not, I just think it's funny. I'm obviously can be a little type A. I'm very organized. I like a plan. You know, I like taking on projects on my own. I'm diligent. I can be a perfectionist. So some of those great Virgo Virgo traits I have. So I constantly joke about that, how I relate. So moral story, we're starting it's we're here. Virgo season is upon us. Time to get organized, JK. But 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 maybe. But maybe like back to school and fall time. <laughs> I always tried to reflect around my birthday on the past year and what has changed because it's so easy to month by month think, "Oh, not that much has changed or not that much is going on." But a really, a lot does happen in a year. And whether we think about it or not, or at first, maybe we don't recognize it. But the moment you sit down and really reflect on what's happened in the past year, I bet you you'll come up with more than you remember or expected. It's amazing. Don't even get me started on five years. I mean, when you reflect on what's happened in the last five years, I did that recently for my husband, Patrick, and I. We had our five-year anniversary, and I, in my card, reflected on the last five years, and I couldn't believe how... Reflected on part of it was like, how did we do all this? <laughs> how, how did we travel? How did we move time and time again? How did we do all this remodeling? So much. We got two cats. So much changes in not that much time. Anyway, I reflected on it recently. And of course, for as I approach my 33rd birthday, have been continuing to think about it. And I have some takeaways that I feel like due to this point in my life, I have now learned or just that I've really focused on in the last year. So I thought I would do this episode. (laughs) It's kind of sharing my getting older (laughs) words of wisdom 
with you all. So a big one that I've talked about recently with girlfriends and that I've, I think just with the pandemic and a lot of times having to shrink our social surroundings and our social circles, context, I am a social person. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of different friend groups. I really enjoy hanging out with people. I enjoy being social. I enjoy events. And like I said, I enjoy celebrating. So I have a good amount of people around me. And I feel like I have friends in Santa Barbara from growing up and from high school. And then I have volleyball friends and new friends. And then I continue to meet people and through, you know, locally, your social media and college friends. And there's there's a lot of different people in my life and I'm so grateful. But sometimes that can also be overwhelming. And the older I get, I'm sure many of you can relate to this, especially those of you with families and young children. I think the social group starts to shrink a bit. I think that's very natural just because if you're working, if you you know, are doing a new career or if you're moving somewhere, whatever's going on in your life, I just think the older you get, sometimes it starts to not dwindle, but just, you know, you don't maybe don't have as much time. You have a smaller social circle than at other points in your life. Think high school or college where there's so many people around you and I feel like you invite everyone to everything and there's big groups and big parties and all that jazz. I feel like you get older and you're like, I want to have 10 people over, one charcuterie board, <laughs> three bottles of wine. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding, but but sort of not. I feel like everything gets smaller scale, which makes sense. Everyone only has so much time. I get it. I feel it, I feel it too. But I, what I have been reflecting on and talking about with other people is this idea of Looking at the people around you and really noticing who is filling your cup, who, if you have plans on the calendar with them, who are you so excited about seeing? Who are you like, oh, I can't wait? Who do you feel energized, refreshed, listened to, whatever? Who fills your cup? And who do you have plans with that you're like, oh, I got to do that? Maybe it's more of an obligation. Maybe you're like, oh, I just, uh, okay, who, who is maybe taking away or someone you're not as thrilled to see? And maybe that's just because you've made better connections. Maybe that's because you've grown a bit. Maybe you're at different places in your lives, different seasons of lives of life, if you will. You know, that doesn't have to be some horrible reason, but maybe... Maybe some people aren't bringing as much to the table for you and maybe they're kind of taking away from you a little bit. Maybe it's depleting your cup a bit. You feel maybe a little more drained. Maybe it's a little more negative. Maybe it's just something, the energy about it is is harder or more draining. So I've thought about that with my social circle and with friends and who who really lights me up, who supports me. And who do I think maybe isn't in my corner all the time or maybe maybe isn't someone that I need to be as close to or give my time to? And that's, I think, the biggest one for me is with only so much time, who do you want to allocate that time for? So something to think about 
that I've thought a lot about as I grow older and wiser. Okay, we're going to take a turn here. Fashion. (laughs) I have a fashion one. This is something I've learned. As we all know, different trends come and go. I don't know even know where we're at anymore. We 90s, we're 2000s. I don't know. Everything cycles. And I don't care if you are Giselle. I don't care if you're freaking a supermodel. You, I don't know. Not everything looks good on everyone, okay? Not every style is going to be for you, no matter what body type you are, no matter what you look like. So a big thing for me has become not dressing with what's in style if it's not flattering on me, if I don't feel comfortable in it. Let me give you an example. Years ago when I was in college and I was even thinner than I am now, I... The dolman sleeve, I think I'm saying that right, was really popular. And it just like, the when I would wear shirts and these sweaters like that, it would just hang on me. And it did me no favors. This style of top of sleeve did not work for me. It did not. <laughs> it wasn't my best look. Some people, it looked super cute on. It did not work for me. So instead of trying to make this kind of in fashion work for me, I'm past that at this point in my life. I'm like, what looks good? What do I feel good in? What am I comfortable in? That it doesn't have to be super in, but what I enjoy wearing. So stop trying to make certain clothing or trends work for you and have the item. How how do I say that? Don't work for the trend. Have the items work for you. Adjust your clothing to you. And what looks good, everyone has different figures. I know what I like to accentuate with what I wear, certain parts of my body. I like my legs. I like showing off my waist. You all know I like a crop top if you follow me. What? Yeah, look at looking at your figure and not the fashion and not what everyone you know, is going towards what works for you and lean into that. Lean into what makes you feel and look good and feel comfortable. Okay. That's my takeaway. That's my big fashion takeaway. (laughs) I'm not doing the uncomfortable trends. Oh, another thing I got rid of so many, I mean, it's just getting older too again, but getting rid of all the little bodycon club dresses. I finally reached a point where I just don't feel super comfortable going out in that. Yeah, I can wear that, but then if I eat a meal or I'm drinking, I'm just pulling it down. I don't always feel comfortable in it. And it's not to say that I can't rock it. I think at times I could or there's certain looks, but I'm just past that. Again, I want to be in something comfortable. I want to be in something that I really think flatters me or that I'm not just sitting there worried about the whole time when I'm wearing it, pulling it up, pulling it down. You know, we've all been there. Okay. Sort of in this same vein I've realized is just to come as you are. And let me explain that. I have friends that wear no makeup, that wouldn't know, no, nothing, all natural. And I have friends that are full glam, that no matter what, I always see them in makeup, that I would never see them barefaced. Okay. Everyone's different. I'm a little in between. I like to do my makeup a few times a week. Depends what's going on. I like to do my makeup some days. Some days I'm just in a tinted moisture sunscreen, honestly, and I don't put anything on. It just depends what I want to do. 
and what activities I'm doing. Am I going to an event or am I going to play pickleball? You know, (laughs) I'm not doing glam. I'm not putting on makeup to go do that. So it just depends. But what I've realized is do what you want and don't let other people make you feel a certain way about it. So if you don't like wearing makeup and you don't want to do it, okay. And if you do do your makeup and someone's like, oh, wow, you're really done up. Who cares? Do what makes you feel good. And if someone ever reacts to it or has a different way that they like to style themselves or they like to be, you know, how they get ready, that's fine. But come as you are. Don't apologize for it. Okay. And that's don't apologize that, oh, I wish I knew how to do, I should be doing this or I should. No, you don't like to wear makeup. Don't worry about it. Or same thing. Oh, wow. Everyone's more casual. And I got, they're saying how, you know, I'm, I'm really done up and I feel kind of, no, you want, that's fine. Put some, put the makeup on, do what makes you feel good and don't worry about it. Okay. And every day is going to be different. Like I said, you can do whatever you want and you can pick how you would like to present yourself. And that's totally cool. And if people have a different style than you, some people do way more makeup than I do. Some people do way less. And that is a-okay. Come as you are. There you go. Okay. Another thing, the joy of saying no. (laughs) We all know about FOMO, the fear of missing out, where you are have, you know, regret or like, oh my God, that looks so fun. Oh, I want to be doing that. I should have gone to that party. Oh, I wasn't invited, blah, 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 all the things. We all know about FOMO. Let me introduce you to JOMO, the joy of missing out. And I cannot tell you as I've entered my 30s, I have started saying no more. I always joke with friends that my 20s were the years of yes. I said yes to everything. I traveled everywhere. I showed up for everything. I made it work. I also did not sometimes get stuff done for myself. I was running on empty a lot of the time. I showed up, but it sometimes, I believe, came at a cost. I was exhausted a lot. You know, obviously, financially, we all know if you've been a bridesmaid a ton of times like I have, or you go to a ton of weddings, or you go to a ton of trips, that's a factor too. I mean, you're spending money, you're spending time, energy, you're exhausted. It, it Something has to give, okay? If you're saying yes all the time, something has to give, okay? And that's what I've encountered. I always joked that when I entered my 30s, that my 30s were going to be my years of saying no, <laughs> And I still say yes a lot. I'm not going to lie. Pat, if my husband could hear this, he'd be like, oh my God, you say yes to everything. I still like showing up for people. I still like doing social things. I still say yes a lot. But I have become 1000% better at saying no. And I will, and I'm being realistic about saying no. When someone's, can you do, can you do this? I'm like, oh, I already have something going on. Uh. I probably won't or no. I'm better about that. And I'm better about being okay with missing out. Okay. The joy of missing out. I'm better. I'm, I'm, that's sometimes I'm like, thank God. A lot of times if I do say so, say no to something or I know that it would be a stretch, I'm going to be exhausted after. I often have no regrets. I'm on the couch. I'm with the cats. Patrick and I are watching a movie. I'm in sweats, whatever it is. 
there is a beauty to the JOMO, okay? <laughs> Embrace the JOMO is all is all I can say to you. You know, show up when you need to. Show up when you need to. Be a good friend. Be a good partner. Be a good family member. But when you can and when you need to, embrace the the JOMO. L- know when it's okay to say no. Learn those boundaries. And I promise you, I don't think you'll regret it. Interested in skincare from the sea? Osea's spelled O-S-E-A. Seaweed-based products are clean, cruelty-free, vegan, and made in California. The company is also climate-neutral and family-owned. Check out their incredible product line at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com. I'm a big fan of their face serums and creams and their body bombs and oils. Save 10% by using promo code THEBETSLIFE. Want to hydrate faster and more efficiently? Check out Liquid IV's Hydration Multiplier Electrolyte Drink Mix. It's great after a long wedding weekend, a super intense workout, or on the go while traveling. Shop the 10 flavors and additional products at liquid-iv.com and use Living the Bets Life for 25% off and free shipping. Sort of in the same note, I've taken a look at what do I put energy into that's lighting me up? What am I excited about doing or working on? And what am I feeling like, Ugh, I'm trudging through it. I should do this. Or am I doing it for not the best reasons? In And let me give you an example in terms of like, am I writing a blog post because I think it's going to get a lot of clicks and a lot of engagement? Or am I writing it because it's something I really want to share and I really wanted to work on? Same thing with creating social media content. Am I doing this post or this video or reel because I was really excited and thought it's going to be funny or fun? Or am I doing it because I think this would be good for the algorithm or I think that it'll get a lot of likes or comments or whatever? Leaning into the, not the shoulds, but the wants. What do I want to do? What am I excited about? What lights me up? What can I not wait to do in terms of work or activities or I don't care, extracurriculars? And what am I feeling, you know, pressure to do, maybe guilty to do, or maybe, like I said, maybe for reasons that I don't think are are super beneficial at the end of the day. So look at that. I think that's a great aspect. When you look at your week, when you look at your calendar, let's say I'm 85 years old on the inside, so I have a paper calendar. So if if you're a visual person like me, look at your week and see what you're really looking forward to doing and what you're not. And I think the more we can trim the fat, so to speak, of what we're not looking forward to, the better. Okay. Last getting older takeaway here. And I've had to learn this, oh my gosh, time and time and time again with the blog, you guys, and with putting myself out there with social media and with writing. It still makes me nervous at times. I still get nervous. <laughs> I I feel I feel my stomach drop, swear to God, a little bit every time I press publish on a blog post. It still happens. It's always going to happen. There's always that little fear of you know, are people going to like this? Are people, what are people thinking? There's a little bit of that anxiety. And I have to remind myself over and over and over again. And I'm going to now <laughs> remind you all 
people are mostly thinking about themselves. Okay. They are, we all are focused on our own beings. We are focused on what's going on in our lives, our thoughts, our emotions, our needs, our wants. Okay. Where you, a lot of us are focused on ourselves, self interested, little, you know, obviously selfish, whatever you want to call it. Most people are thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you a lot of the time. Okay. So just keep that in mind. I think a lot of us can be just really focused or pigeonholed on what are other people thinking? Am I being judged? Or what are they, are they, you know, going to talk about this? Are they not going to understand? I think so often we are so, so just uh, focused and busy and just all, all kinds of stressed about that. When in reality, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that I've had to learn. Most people are not thinking about you and it doesn't usually have to do with you. Okay. Which leads kind of to the final, you know, (laughs) under this same category is not taking as much personally. I know that is easier said than done. I know we all take things personally. I'm guilty of it. I have people make little comments to me that every now and again, I'm like, "Mm, that was a little rude or that was a little was that a little backhanded or whatnot? We all go through it. It happens. A lot of the times I really look at it though and say, was this person really being malicious? You know, were they really trying to make me feel bad? Were they really trying to insult me or get me in front of other people? Or did they just not deliver this statement how they probably wanted to? Or could they have said it better? Or yeah, Maybe that wasn't great or maybe it wasn't a great remark to to make, but, you know, did they really mean me harm or was it more flippant than that? And I think a lot of the time, I mean, and I'm going to be honest, did they, had they had a drink? Are they really, are they going through a lot of stress in their life? Are they, you know, are they maybe just being really insecure. You know, there's so many things going on with other people, again, because we're all thinking about ourselves a lot of the time. (laughs) So a lot of things is not taking everything personally, not worrying so much what everyone thinks about you and doing what you want to do. Because if you're doing what you want to do and you're succeeding and you're fulfilling yourself, then believe me, that stuff won't bother you as much and you will get a thicker skin. And if people are really trying to come for you or judge you or shame you, that has more to do with them than you, in my opinion. Because I always think about, and I don't know the original, who to credit this to originally, but the fact that happy and successful people are not those people that are bringing other people down, that are trying to come at other people or to talk a bunch of crap or to diminish them. So just keep that in mind. And, you know, we've all been there. We've all said unkind things. We've all been judgmental. We've all maybe been insecure and taken that out on other people or put that energy out there in the universe in a negative way. So I think also acknowledging that maybe if you are having feelings, really something coming up of something really triggers you or you really don't like it or you want to kind of come after someone, 
why and what's going on with you? Because I've found that that if I'm ever having that twinge of either jealousy or insecurity or judgment, I'm I'm usually it's coming from a place of insecurity for me. Like, oh, am I just, you know, being like judgmental of that girl that posts only bikini pics because maybe I haven't been eating as healthy lately? Or am I feeling a little bit like, oh, wow, everything's really working out for that person. And you know, you know what I'm saying? So I think not taking as much personally and also focusing on if we are having these kind of reactions or something that's really coming up for us, focusing instead of maybe on what we're attributing that to, what's going on with us or who we're attributing that to. So those are my takeaways for getting older. I would love to hear some of yours or if some of these resonate with you, please let me know. Maybe if you have other ones that you've thought of in the past year, stuff that's really come up for you, or if you have other takeaways, good old getting older takeaways that you would want me to discuss, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at The Bets Life. You can also email me Betsy at TheBetsLife.com or you can go to TheBetsLife.com and reach me through the website too. So here we go. I'm looking forward to year number 33 (laughs) and celebrating because you all know I will pop some champs, get that champagne going. You know it's coming. So wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful Virgo season. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Interested in more? Visit TheBetsLife.com or find me at TheBetsLife on Instagram. Please follow, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening.